When Tillamook ice cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook ice cream. Extraordinary dairy. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. to episode seven of TV I Say with Ashley Ray. I am your host, Ashley Ray. You may know me from Twitter, the internet, my TV reviews for Vulture, Variety, the AV Club over the last four years, all of those things, who knows, but I'm Ashley Ray. This is TV I Say. Let's get into it. We have really exciting guests today, Kenny and Armando from 90 Day Fiance. We have had 90 Day Fiance royalty on the show before, but... They are one of the sweetest couples, the first homosexual male couple on the show. Very excited to talk to them. As you know, season eight of 90 Day Fiance is premiering this weekend, and they have some wonderful advice to the new cast of couples that we'll be watching. But we'll get into that later. First, let's get into the watch list. You know the watch list. It's the part of the podcast where I talk about everything I am watching. Well, the thing about holiday weekends is not a lot of TV. It's a hard time for me as a person who loves TV. But don't worry, I kept myself busy. First off, I want to start with industry. I mentioned industry a few weeks ago when it premiered. I started watching it, said I didn't really enjoy it, wasn't quite sure who it was for, but I was going to keep watching it, giving it a shot. Fast forward a couple weeks, I was kind of keeping up with the show. You know, I'd let a few episodes pile up and then I'd watch whatever. And then something happened over Thanksgiving weekend. HBO surprise dropped the entire season, all the episodes. They just put them all out. And here's the thing. When a network does that, it is usually not a good sign. It doesn't usually mean that a show is good when they just push out all of the episodes sort of like in secret. So, you know, that to me was maybe a sign that things weren't going to get better from what I had initially watched. But I, I knew immediately I had to just binge all of industry. And my goodness, what a bad show. Just what, what a horrible show. I just don't understand what the tone was going for. I still don't understand what exactly the plot was. Apparently it was just finance people can be minorities and still be bad. Or like, I'm not sure. Or like, it's okay if a, a black woman lies about sexual assault. I'm really not sure what message they were trying to send there. But what I can say for sure 
is that I did not like watching it. I think my biggest issue with the show is its use of sexuality, which felt so childish to me. Like basically every character, and these are kids in their like early 20s. Sure, they're fresh out of college. Okay, yeah, we all, you know, had internships, whatever, where you like love to party and like flirt with everybody. But everyone in the show, and it's like the writers were just like, hey, we need to this character to be empowering. The Okay, the easiest, cheapest way to make someone empowering is to just have them do something sexual. Like, oh, just have her unzip her top while she's dancing in front of all of her friends. That's empowering. It just, in place of character development, they so thoroughly turn to just a very basic, like, Tumblr understanding of, like, subdom relationships and what sexuality means for women. Like, very clearly, women did not write this because there are just so many moments where it's like that. Like, there's, like, this awkward threesome and they're like, it's just sex. And it's like, what are we supposed to get from this? It's... Uh, It also, and I say this as someone who has worked in advertising and sales for, gosh, almost like seven years now. By the way, I just turned 30. So if you listen to this, you have to tell me happy birthday. But I worked, I've worked in advertising for like seven years. I've worked in sales. And let me tell you, every time in industry when they say, this is sales advice, or like, this is what works in sales, that is not what works in sales. It's like someone who has never actually like dealt with finance people or anything was thrown in a room and was like, just from memory and TV, write what you think this job is like. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, it honestly felt like if someone like me was in the room, someone who like has worked in sales, but also deals a lot with like sexuality and the difficulties of being black and figuring out polyamory and stuff like that. If they had someone like me in the room to just be like, Hey guys, no Tumblr's not reality. This is how this would actually, these are how real humans act. That would have been a benefit. Instead it, the show felt more like someone who had read my Facebook posts and tweets. And then they tried to write a TV show based off of them, but like backwards, like they had to just like, just using only Tumblr references to make sense of the show. There's a girl who gives a hand job wearing a dish glove. And it's supposed to be like this big, cool moment where she like discovers something about herself. And it's just laughable. And everything about it is childish. I have now talked about industry for like four minutes. So I'm just going to move on. Yeah. Uh, it's just a gosh. I don't know how it got made, but I think that it should be canceled and it should be Lena Dunham's final embarrassment. She directed the pilot of the show. I think we should just let her, Go out on that note, and we should be done with the show. R.I.P. Industry. Speaking of R.I.P.s, uh, <laughs> I also finished The Undoing this last weekend. And, you know, I was very excited about The Undoing. I was one of the people pumping it up. I was team undoing, and that finale did not do it for me. That finale undid my love of the show, I'll say that much. As you know, no spoilers during the watch list, but just, you know, I guess... It was a TV show about white people being exactly who you thought white people were in the end. So, you know, I thought it was going to be a little more interesting than that. But hey, amazing performances. I can't say I wasted my time. We had some good moments along the way. We had our our clip of the week last week was from The Undoing. So big fan. Murder on Middle Beach, also on HBO. I have continued with that. This last episode got really interesting looking at one of the murdered person's children as a suspect, which, you know, I think just goes to show how this had really torn this family apart. One of the more boring episodes, I will say that, though. 
But I still really do like this as a series that is sort of a different take on the murder mystery. And I'm excited to see where it ends. After that, obviously, Bob's Burgers. (laughs) Every week, I'm just like, Bob's Burgers, still being great, still doing good stuff. That's Bob's Burgers. Also, the Reagan's documentary on Showtime, still watching that. This last episode starts to kind of get into his mental decline once he was elected and sort of the nation turning against Nancy Reagan. Pretty enjoyable. I think after watching so much of The Crown, it was interesting to watch the Reagan's. I would say keep checking it out. You know, I think uh, there's a few more episodes left, but it doesn't seem to be to be losing steam. We had the 90 Day Fiancé finale this past week, 90 Day Fiancé The Other Way finale, and then 90 Day Fiancé The Original premieres this Sunday. A lot of 90 Day Fiancé content. The finale for The Other Way, I wrote about it on Vulture, so I won't spend too much time here, but I thought it was a sweet finale, not too much drama. Most of our couples made it through to the end, especially Kenny and Armando, who we'll be talking to today. After that, Life After Lockup which I know I said I was going to give up last week, but I decided to give it one more chance. And now I'm like really actually done with the show because this last episode had some of the most just disgusting moments. There's one character I think everyone who watches this show hates and it's Michael, this guy who like has a baby mama cheated on her. They have like two kids. He's cheated on her with all these people. He's a horrible dad, like is never around And he just basically like sleeps with all these women and uses them for money. And he like had this like long montage in the last episode where he was talking about how he had devil dick and how like women go crazy for his dick. And like, it was disgusting. I just, I can't indulge. I can't, I can't let anyone think I think that's okay. So I'm done. After that, I had the crown. So like I said, last episode, I started with season four of the crown because I was like, whatever, I know royal history. And then I went back and I I started with season one, watched all of seasons one through three. Very glad that I did. It was worth going back. Wonderful performances. Just, yeah, it's a good show. I mean, it's still, you know, if you've seen a Windsor documentary, which also I watched this week, I watched the Windsor documentary on Netflix it stays pretty true to kind of the story that makes the Royals look good. So I still think season four was better because it really does, you know, make them look as horrible as they are. But I think it sticks pretty true to the documentary story. Also the Windsor documentary on Netflix. I mean, the, the Royal family is getting all this flack because of season four of the crown and them being horrible to princess Diana. But that documentary is so anti-Diana that I think once people finish The Crown and watch it, they're going to get so mad at the royal family. The whole documentary is just like just targeted to focus on the tabloids around Diana and how she was like how it's her fault that she like was targeted by the royal family in the press, how it tries to make it sound like she played the press in some really evil ways. It came out a few years ago. And, you know, the royal family has spent so much money trying to rewrite Prince Charles's image. And this documentary clearly comes from that, where it's like this BBC thing clearly just made to make the royal family look good. And I think people are going to watch it and be like, oh, my gosh, these people are horrible. So there you go. And finally, on my list, The Flight Attendant. The Flight Attendant, also HBO Max, finally started on this one, got about three episodes in. And I just I don't think it's for me. It's about a flight attendant who wakes up next to a murdered, a dead body. And she obviously is trying to figure out what happened. And, you know, she's a raging alcoholic and party girl. 
not really my vibe, not my show so far. It just seems a little white privilege a lot of the time. A lot of it, I'm just like, this makes no sense. Like, <laughs> only a white girl would be in this situation and would be able to act this way or behave this way. But it does have my boy George from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. So I'm just happy George is back on TV, really. That's the best part of it. Ugh. That was the watch list. All the TV I watched over the last week. If you have any recommendations, hit us up on Twitter, Instagram at TV I Say Pod. Next up is our clip of the week. Uh, my favorite or most notable moment of TV for the week. This week, I am going to make you guys listen to this moment from Life After Lockup. If I had to hear it, so do you. Here is Michael being absolutely disgusting. I'm like, I'm so passionate about me. They have experienced exploding of my compassion. A lot of women become crazy, man, over sick because they said I got deviled. Thank you, Michael, for sharing with us your devil dick and your ability to make women explode like a gusher. Disgusting. Cool. Anyway, moving on. That was our clip of the week. We've covered the watch list. Before we get into our wonderful interview with Kenny and Armando, this is my spoiler bitch warning. No spoilers this episode. We're talking about the 90 Day Fiance finale and the premiere of the eighth season this Sunday. But I promise you, if you haven't watched yet, you won't get anything spoiled for you. There are some really delightful surprises in this conversation as well. With chocolate treats mixed into dark chocolate ice cream, the Tillamook Chocolate Collection is a chocolate game changer because the thing that pairs best with chocolate is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary dairy. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Day on the podcast. We have one of the couples on 90 Day that I just think is everything love. One of the, my friends and I call them the perfect 90 day fiance couple. So I'm so happy we we have them here for the holidays. Kenny and Armando. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Oh, you know, actually, I'm going to ask this question first. I'm sure. (laughs) Kenny, are you in Spanish classes? I have to like defer it because you're going to find out really soon what's going on with that. Okay, we'll, okay, we won't spoil it, but that was the number one question viewers had. Ask Kenny about the Spanish qu- classes. I thought it'd be if we're wearing pants or not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so excited to have you both here. I love 90 Day Fiance, and it means so much to have you two as one of the first gay male couples on the show. What does that mean to you two to, to really kind of highlight the challenges you're going through? Well, it was obviously... Potentially being the first gay couple on the show was scary at first. And you hear so many stories, horror stories that the couples go through when it comes to the 90 Day Fiance fandom. So we were worried and scared and just didn't know what to expect. And it's 
been quite the surprise to receive so much love and support from all the fans. And, and it's just been amazing, a great experience. Yeah, I've always kind of been curious about that. Is there sort of a, a network of support amongst all of the 90 day couples? Like, I can only imagine like having a kid on the show is probably different. Do you guys give each other tips? We're friends with a lot of the cast members, just that we talk through messages and things like that and about what's happening. Um, so you do like get pointers from other couples or individuals and stuff. But it's kind of each couple has their own unique story on how they handle it or whatever. But we've been really happy with everything with our storyline and how we've been received. It's been great. We just had Thanksgiving. Do you two have any sort of Thanksgiving rituals that you're bringing together as a family? Anything you're excited to introduce Hannah to? Well, in Mexico, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving like they do in the States. So we kind of bring in that a little bit to Hannah and the whole turkey and the dressing and all that. And just realizing like what we're all thankful for. And we really do that tradition now is that we just tell each other what we're thankful for. And Hannah says what she's thankful for and with our family. And I am now a fan of turkey dinners Thanksgiving <laughs> and leftovers. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was talking to David and Annie and Annie was saying she is just not really a fan of turkey. So it was really whatever for her. <laughs> yeah, I find that a lot of people that aren't used to like Thanksgiving dinners with turkey, then they're like, oh, I don't really like turkey, but I love it at that time for sure. <laughs> uh, and do you do you watch anything? <laughs> And for the holidays, do you watch any special movies? And even for Christmas, we can prep the viewers for that. Are you excited? My mom always made me watch Charlie Brown Christmas, stuff like that. And then for Christmas, I love Christmas movies. I feel like as soon as Thanksgiving is over, I'm like, let's start with the Christmas movies. Well, we do like getting into the holidays, into the mood of Christmas and all that. I don't have a specific movie I see or we watch, but we just turn on the TV or Netflix and watch whatever is is on there related to Christmas and the holidays. I love Polar Express. <laughs> and I, all the old ones, like the Rudolph ones and, you know, those kind of ones. I like the old ones. So yeah. And this year about seeing if Hannah will like some of those oldies, but goodies. <laughs> so when it comes to stuff that's on TV right now, are you excited about anything you're watching or do you just kind of only watch 90 Day Fiance? <laughs> well, we've been hearing a lot about Shit's Creek. Have you heard that? Oh my so gosh. Yeah. Everyone is telling us to watch it, watch it, watch it. My daughter called me, are you watching? Are you watching it? That is on our bucket list. That's our next thing. We're going to start binge watching that, I guess, because everyone's saying such good things about it. So. Yeah, we yeah. about a gay couple on it. So now we're curious. <laughs> yeah, you two are like the representation of the main couple in Shit's Creek to me. Like your story makes me cry as much as the story on Shit's Creek. Really? Wow, we really do have to watch it then because that's what yeah. we heard. Too, so it must be true. <laughs> Is there anything else you're watching right now? We just actually got done watching Good Girls. We binge watched that. We yeah. really enjoyed that on Netflix. And other than that, RuPaul's Drag Race. Of course. Armando, are there any Spanish shows that you've introduced Kenny to? You know, you, you turn the subtitles on, you're trying to get him into it. There, I can't think right now. On our list, I don't know how much of it will be in English or Spanish, but we do have the Selena series that's coming out. That's on top of my list. So he's going to have to watch that. Ah, I'm so excited for that one. I'm really <laughs> excited. I'm like, we have to watch this when it premieres. So. 
Yeah. And then I am curious when I start dating someone, I'm always like, okay, these are my favorite shows that you have to watch in order to to get to know me. Uh, So I'm curious when you two were dating, getting to know each other, what did you introduce each other to? That's kind of like, we're not huge like TV watchers at all. And it's kind of funny, like before when we were long distance dating, I didn't watch a lot of, I watched a lot of news and I watched 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) And I would tell him about 90 Day Fiance, but he didn't understand or whatever. So he didn't really catch on to it. And then the reason like I even considered, I never even thought about 90 Day Fiance being on it because they didn't have the other way at that time until last summer in June of 2019 is when it debuted. And that's when I said to Armando, I said, there's a show, just what I'm doing that guy. Cause we were already planning that I was going to be moving to Mexico. So it kind of hit that way. But as far as television though, we just don't watch a ton of television though. And I'm also a news kind of guy. So we're pretty boring, I guess. <laughs> to a lot of people in that sense. No, that's very responsible. I feel like that's that's a good diverse setup. The news, 90 Day Fiance, it's really all you need. <laughs> it's full circle. Yeah. So what does it feel like to be on this show that I feel like has really become a cultural phenomenon in the last year to two years? I've been watching the show since it came on. And I feel like back then people were just kind of like, it's a weird show on TLC. And now everyone watches it. Celebrities talk about it. How does that feel? Yeah, when I got called out with from Christy Teigen, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Christy Teigen, yeah, it was pretty cool. But yeah, it's different, that's for sure. I know it's blown up a lot in the last couple of years, and it's it's been really good for us. We really, yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously been an experience, but we are just normal guys, and there's just living our life, and that we happen to get filmed and sharing our story. But everything's the same. It feels. Things feel the same, I guess. <laughs> Sometimes we do get noticed here and there out and about, and that's that's a new feeling, but it's fun. We really enjoy being on the show. Or we've had a few show up at our door, which was a little weird. But... Oh my gosh. Yeah. And what is that like with Hannah? Like, I, I mean, I just feel like everyone I know thinks she's the most adorable, precious girl in the world. I'm sorry, Kenny, but we were all like, give her all the bows she wants, <laughs> give her all the ice cream she wants. How can you say no to her ever? What is it like for her? Is she just kind of like oblivious to it? She is. She really doesn't know the extent of us being on the show is. And here and there she catches an episode or sits there for a few minutes and then she's off back to playing in her room. So she doesn't really understand it. But she's sweet. Everything's been great with her. And there's a lot more to see as well when it comes to her. (laughs) And I mean, she's just so like precious and polite. All of her responses and answers are just like, this girl is just like primed to be like a star. Do you have to like talk her kind of through these moments? Like, Hey, they're here. They're these cameras. This is what's going on. She's one big beating heart. (laughs) She's, she is truly amazing. That's for sure. Yeah. At first, obviously there was explaining like what these cameras were doing, but she just goes along and, you know, I guess just asks whatever's in her mind. And I think it's all played out pretty well. And she loves her daddies. She's great. She's caught. She's just, herself too and that's why we went into the show just being ourselves and exactly what she is too and everything you hear her say that that's just what she says that's so amazing here you are bpm's high sweat dripping body moving tongue 
panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. And, you know, I know the show kind of gets into this, but combining sort of your different parenting styles uh, with the age difference and stuff like that, how have you been navigating that sort of, you know, as things have moved on? Well, as you guys saw on the show, we did have that difference on camera. And I think there's no better thing than to deal with things just like we did to talk them out, even though they're arm differences, because obviously any raised four children all within five years of each other. So I understand where he had to control things a little more. And Hannah is a single child, which Kenny has also understood and adapted to that, you know, understanding where she can get more things and what his kids could get back then. And so, again, it's just a matter of talking it out. And we've worked together to put each other's feelings first and really understand each other and our parenting styles, along with many other things that we've had to meet in the middle, you know, when it comes to living together and also bring our different cultures and tendencies into the same home. So that's just part of the relationship. And you saw even that, that scene that happens in real life. And it just is a real life moment. And we talk it out, even though I know a lot of people and he thought, you know, I had a tone or I said it in a certain way. And like, it was lucky, like I can see it on screen. But even at that moment, I realized what was happening and we work it out and we worked it out then. And that's one thing we both do. We learn from everything we go through. And that's how you have a successful relationship. And obviously, in that moment, I was probably annoyed. But it's like, then after, <laughs> I understand, okay, I need you talk through things. I think everybody goes through that. And, you know, another thing is that, again, we talk it out. And that's what's important. Yeah, I feel like, you know, we see so many couples in the 90 Day Fiance universe, but you two are my favorite couple because you talk it out more than other couples I've seen on the show. I think a lot of couples are so quick to escalate things for drama, but when I watch you two, it's very just like, okay, we can calm down and understand why Armando's family is feeling this way. We can calm down and understand, you know, why Kenny's processing this this way. So I just really love that the show is sort of slowing down to kind of give us that reading of your relationship rather than just kind of rushing into the drama of it. So with the new season of 90 Day Fiance starting the eighth season, what kind of advice would you give to some of the new couples who are going to be on the show? It's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess there's like three returning couples, so they know what the deal is. And that, no, it's just each person has to each couple and each person, because I'm sure some of them don't make it. You know, they have to navigate them how they can. You just never let the negativity get to you. That's for sure. You just got to rise above that. And sometimes it's hard, but we've been very lucky because 
honestly, 95% of the feedback we get and everything has just been amazing for us. So we're really happy about it because we weren't sure what was going to happen being the first male same sex couple. You don't know how kind of reaction you're going to get. So we were very pleased with it. And we did go into it, you know, just trying to be ourselves and just to live our life is how we live it. So, and I'm glad it kind of resonated with some people. And another reason we did it though, too, is because we were hoping that we would open some minds and open some hearts and they could see things in a different way that might not have seen a same-sex couple the way that we are. And the feedback that we've gotten privately in messages have been amazing. Armando and I have both gotten messages from people that did not agree with same-sex couples, did not agree with being gay at all, that we've changed our minds on a lot of things. So that's been amazing. And, and I said, if we even change one mind, then the show is really worth doing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think everyone I know who watches says you're you're one of the favorite couples. Like you're, you're already up there, Hall of Fame with, like I said, David and Annie, <laughs> in awesome. terms of, of 90 Day Fiance royalty. People love you like they love Darcy kind of right from the get-go. So I was kind of curious, do you watch like the pillow talk comments about you? Are you going to be on a, the other way strikes back? Will you, you'll get to get back at the haters? <laughs> I don't know how much we're supposed to say. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you can't say that yet, I think they did tell me there are some surprises. There yeah. are, there are, some, yeah, there are surprises coming up. There are some new things on the horizon for us. And you're going to see a lot the shows winding up or winding down, however you want to look at it over this month and the tell on all that. So there's a lot still to come and there's a lot to come in our future. Our story is very much still unwritten. So there's a lot to be told. We do watch Philo Talk and we love it. We think it's great. We yeah. we laugh at it. We love David and Annie on there. We love Lauren and Alexi. We love Veronica and Tim on there. Those are our three favorite couples on there. Everybody's nice and then we always enjoy seeing David cry. <laughs> we have a lot. Yes, David just sobs over you too. <laughs> Yeah, it's so cute. I mean, you know, you have the Chrissy Teigens of the world coming after you sometimes, but there's so much love and support, I feel like. And it's so wonderful to see that you two are receiving all of that. Oh, well, thank you. We're really appreciative and it does not go unnoticed and we don't take it for granted at all. We're very appreciative. Amazing. So the tell-all will be airing pretty shortly after this. Was it exciting to meet the other couples for the first time? We have met a few because we've done a couple interviews early on with some of them. And we actually became friends on social media with some and in private messages. But it was cool doing the tell-all with them. And it's going to be fun, yeah. that's for sure. Although we wish we could have met them in person. But unfortunately, because of COVID, it was obviously a Zoom. Yeah. Was it a little scary? I feel like the tell-alls can be so intense. But I also feel like this crew on the other way is maybe a little nicer than some of the other variations of 90 Day Fiance. You might be surprised on a couple things, <laughs> that you, yeah. but uh, there's a lot of surprises. We were surprised at Ex some things. So. Expect the unexpected. Yeah, Ooh, that's Okay, sure. very excited for that. <laughs> and I did have one other question someone wanted to ask. What is Hannah's favorite TV shows? Is she a big fan of, of any sort of popular kid shows out there? She loves Coraline. I love Coraline. Mm -hmm. You can play it all day. So <laughs> she watches mostly some Netflix stuff and it's you know, Spanish shows. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> yeah, I have some nephews that age and I feel like I just put them in front of Netflix and I don't even know what it is half the time. They're just like baby shark, baby shark singing songs. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. I love that song. I used to sing that with my grandson. <laughs> the last few questions are just some 90-day fiancé fan questions from viewers. These might be the tough ones. First, they wanted to know, Team Darcy or Team Tom? Oh, oh Darcy. Oh, that one's easy. Darcy. <laughs> Thank you. Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> and this one might be a little little harder. They want to know Team Brittany or Team Yazan. I don't know if there's even a team there. <laughs> um, we, yeah, I can't even say. <laughs> we we I like just, them both. I, yeah, we like them both in their individual ways. Okay, okay. Well, we'll take a pleads the fifth on that one, I think. (laughs) I think that's fair. And then the last one, of course, is Team Darcy or Team Stacy. Darcy. (laughs) I think, right, Darcy is just, she's, I feel like she's my homegirl. I just, I love Darcy. I I didn't watch her on the regular before the 90 days. I just saw their their spinoff. But I just think she's wants to find love. And I think she's really sweet. I told Kenny that. And I know she gets cut up for crying a lot, just like Kenny, um, <laughs> but for different reasons. Kenny doesn't, you know, he's like, we're different. We're not <laughs> the same reasons. But I think she just wants to find love. So I really feel for her. Yeah. I think yeah. Great. And you know, we're super excited to watch season eight of 90 Day Fiance. Hopefully we'll, we'll get to hear your thoughts if you're on Pillow Talk or we'll get to hear you striking back sometime soon. Is there anything else that you're excited about that you're working on that we should keep an eye out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of things in the works and stuff will be coming out with us soon. There's a lot of stuff happening. So of course, um, or, you know, Project, so stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram, Armando underscore 90 day and Kenneth underscore 90 day. And you'll be able to keep up with us. Absolutely. Make sure you follow on Instagram. You're not going to want to miss out. I know exciting things are going to be happening with the tell all. And I know you two are going to be doing some really exciting things. And I'm so excited to watch. Like I said, you're my absolute favorites. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. We really appreciate the support. Yes, very much. Thank you. Thank you. That was such a fun interview. They're the sweetest, most delightful people. Oh, goodness. Uh, If you did not watch 90 Day Fiance the other way season two, you absolutely have to for Kenny and Armando. And then obviously just dive into the entire 90 Day universe. I am sure they'll be on some sort of spinoff, which you can now do because there's a whole new TLC Discovery app where you can watch every single 90 Day Fiance thing that just got announced this week. So get into all of it. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed that, please hit us up on social media. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at TVISAPod. Support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash TVISAPod. We have different tiers. You can get transcripts of the episodes. You can watch TV shows, movies with me. We just did a recent one where my friend and I watched Happiest Season, the white gay holiday movie on Hulu. That was fun to get high and watch and make fun of. So tons of, of cool extras, little perks. You can do $5, 10 $15 a month. You can also make me watch certain shows and write about them if you really want to. Love doing that. So please support the pod. Rate and review. If you want, give us five stars. We'd love it. And that's, that's our episode. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back with another episode. The TV I Say theme song was made by Rafia Santana. And our artwork was created by Chastity Hyman. TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Another episode.
episode, another episode of TVISA with Ashley Ray. Another episode, another episode of TVISA with Ashley Ray. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.